Hey everybody, on our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm Mark Porcillo, a director, choreographer, actor, and writer. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made in Hollywood. Today on our podcast, are superhero movies really all that super? Or should we just keep remaking the room? <laughs> Great stuff. Starting again. Starting all over again. Let's, hello. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. Good. Uh, okay, good. good, 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 good. So, um, what's, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Michelle Yeoh is going back to Star Trek. I don't know what's oh, happening. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Wait, I, so, okay. That seems fine. I feel like it's an interesting choice. For her? Yeah. Like, you know, she's a big deal right now, especially coming off of her Oscar win. And I don't know. Like, I thought that it was an interesting choice of just going to a Star Trek franchise kind of movie Well, she's also doing... um, There's, like, another show on, like, Netflix that has, like, the entire cast of Everything Everywhere All at Once. Really? Yeah, have you not seen this? No, that's cool. Oh, I wish I knew the name. But yeah, there's like a new show coming out. I think it's on Netflix. And it's literally everybody is this. Like, it's the entire (laughs) cast. They're playing different characters. But there's like this one scene where like she is standing there and like a bunch of hands come out from like behind her. It's Uh giving everything ever all at once. It looks like they're making like a TV show, everything ever all at once. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, It's very strange, but... But I mean, I guess it's cool. I'm not really a big fan of Star Wars, um, Star I, Trek. Or, oh yeah, neither. <laughs> um, if I'm being honest, <laughs> she was in the original. No. Oh, I thought you said she's coming back to Star Trek. No, no, she's just oh. like it's a you know she they've they signed her on. I so don't know that she. On. I don't know if she was in any of the other uh, films, but like I mean, probably not. I I thought you had said that, so I was like, nah. oh, she's in the okay. Nah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this of anything, any of the star stuff. <laughs> so, um, but it sounds cool because I like her. Yeah. So that I sounds, like her too. That sounds good to me. Well, yeah. What what's what's news in your world? <laughs> news. What's you news in my world? See how I did that. Um. Well, in like my personal world, I don't know. If, did I tell you that I that some dude crashed into my car? No. Oh yeah, it happened. I was out just like going. I was out driving around looking for garage sales, and <laughs> <laughs> sounds normal. <laughs> um. And I stopped, and there was an open house. So I said, okay, let me go inside. Um, so I just went just to look, I'm not like really, there's no way I could have bought that. It was like a $5 million house, but I parked, um, outside, I legally parked, um, and this dude, uh, I guess crashed into my car while I was in there. <sighs> that um, sucks. Yeah. But it, at least he was like, yeah, at least he, he let me know. He didn't oh, that's just hit good. and run. Yeah. Um, so he was like, yeah, I kind of messed up and yeah, we exchanged information and it's all good. Um, but so that's what's been going on in my like personal life. But one thing I'm excited about, um, that is more in the realm of entertainment is have you heard about the remake that they're doing of the room? No. Yeah. They're remaking it. So, so you know that they've done the room and then they did the the story of the guy, which is disaster disaster artist. artist. They are now remaking the room, but I guess. So Bob Odenkirk is playing Tommy Wiseau's character. Okay. 
And um, he wrote on Twitter, he said that it's like, they've already filmed it. He said that it was a great experience to do, but he said he took it completely seriously and he tried to deliver everything as honestly um, and to the best of his ability that he could. Mm. So they're like doing like a serious remake of The Room. I don't know how it's going to play. Well, like, I don't know what the tone is going to be. Oh, yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> did we need another one? <laughs> I don't know like, if we it did. It kind of just stands really solidly on its own. It does, but everyone seems to want to, like, branch off and do stuff from it. Yeah. Um, what a what an interesting um, uh, franchise-esque thing that Tommy Wiseau has, has <laughs> created. He's created an empire. You know what? <laughs> I... I, I really hope that he is um he's making money off of this. <laughs> he must be. I mean, he must be making a lot of money. I think, <laughs> um, which is great for him. I I guess you know I met him. Oh yeah, I met him at the. Uh, did you have you seen him before? At like he goes to Comic Con. I've stuff. never seen him. You ever seen him? He always goes. Yeah, that's because he loves to meet. I think he loves to meet the fans and stuff. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> he's a fun guy. <laughs> uh, are you excited for the Flash? It's coming out June sixteenth. I'm excited for Michael Keaton um, as Batman. Okay, that okay, yeah, all right. He's in the Flash. Yeah, I know as Batman. Yeah, but I think it's just a cameo, from what I know. Um, I think he, I think he, it's the Batman from the Michael Keaton Batman films. He like transports well, through, yeah, some kind of obviously. Otherwise, oh. you know, they wouldn't have sixty year old Michael Keaton. Yeah, doing it. You know, yeah, um, that's my favorite Batman movie. Though. Well, that's why I'm excited for that. You're excited for that. Yeah, not, I mean the rest of the movie. Ex- I, don't, you, I don't. I don't. I don't. Really... I mean, they're saying that it's the greatest superhero who, movie of who, all time. Who's saying that? <laughs> who's saying that? The people that made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> they're, they're fully saying that. <laughs> like, I'm confused. Of course they're saying that. If I made it, I'd say that too. <laughs> but yeah, the whole with all the Ezra but I Miller. Keep hearing this, it's yeah. the greatest movie of all no, time. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what is the hell is saying it though? <laughs> that is so true. It's totally true. Uh, yeah, but you know, with all the controversy around Ezra Miller, uh, yeah, who stars in it, like, yeah, I keep hearing Ezra miller there's all this stuff and all that stuff well i'm i'm interested to see it solely for that because i mean if he's really like they are they are solely not canceling him because of this movie like because he has done so much crap like the last year i haven't i haven't followed any of it i just keep hearing he um, broke like into a house. He like I think he assaulted somebody. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um I mean that's craziness. It's craziness and like but they haven't canceled him because they keep saying Yeah. Like cuz the studio is really believes in this movie. So they really want to keep him uncanceled. Yeah. The, you know. So which is interesting. And um yeah. Yeah, it's kind of wild. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I like I said, Michael Keaton. That's what I'm in it for. I don't really even care about DC, honestly. I don't really care about DC you much know, either. I've although been, I love the Flash. I've been seeing movies like constantly, so I'm like seeing all the Marvel DC stuff, and I genuinely like feel like I that the superhero movies are a lower quality movie. 
Like I then all of them. Like all of them. Yeah. Like I like. I'm like seeing one after the other. I, I'm literally like I go to the movies all the time now, and I'm literally seeing a superhero movie, then like a like a regular movie. Because that's I, what's at the theater. Because that's what's at the theater, <laughs> and like I always, every time I'm like, oh wow, the like normal movies or like the movies that don't have such a big budget are so much better. They're yeah. just better. I know they are. They're way more entertaining. And they're just and well, I think we're getting to a point now in 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 time where the superhero films are all they there's a structure they've got a formula that's working or that has worked and that that's what they follow every single time and yeah. it's just I, becoming... I think they tried to like with they because they did Doctor Strange like across the multiverse or whatever that one was mm-hmm. I like they said they that called didn't that very they well. called that a horror film. What? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's weird. Yeah. Th- so they were like trying to like peek into that genre, but they didn't go for it. Yeah. Because I think they were too afraid. Because it didn't work. Because it, it didn't like, work. Because it well it wasn't a horror as movie. a horror movie. I mean, it, it didn't work as a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work as a movie. But... <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't mind it. I don't really? like. I didn't mind it. I, I know that people didn't really like it that well. Um, and I mean, it didn't was, do like, very well. The one scene I. I can remember that I did like was like Doctor Strange coming back as like a zombie. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but like the rest was kind of like meh. I like mm-hmm. that one girl, like America or America girl or, or something. She's like she can like travel between the dimensions. I don't know. I don't know, but dude, like I see these movies and I don't remember them afterwards. Like they're they, well, they blur into the. They same are all thing. blurred together. I, they are doing on when Guardians of the Galaxy three comes out at the AMC. They're doing a um, marathon of the first, second, third, all in IMAX, um, fifty bucks, and you can sit in the theater for eight hours and watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think I think they'd need to pay me fifty bucks to sit in the theater for eight hours. <laughs> I kind of thought that too. <laughs> I kind of thought that too. <laughs> it sounds kind of fun, but not worth fifty dollars. Um, but uh, speaking of movies, uh, I just saw. <laughs> Speaking of movies, making them because we wow. Speaking of Hollywood, Zinga. <laughs> Anytime on this show, we could just be like, speaking of Hollywood. <laughs> I think we're gonna start doing that. Yeah, speaking of Hollywood, we should. <laughs> any, any segue. Speaking of Hollywood. <laughs> um, but but seriously, speaking of movies and the AMC, I just was at the AMC yesterday and I saw um, Ari Aster's new film, Bo is Afraid. Have you heard of this? Do you know anything about nah. it? Nah. Do you know Ari Aster? Nah. So he did Midsummer and Hereditary. Oh yes, yes. So it's yes, that guy. That guy. So it's his new film, and is it, it good? Is the I was so like it is insane. It's good. It's it's good. It is good. Um, but it is just such a mind meld, a mind f. Like I was effed in the mind. It's crazy. <laughs> I felt like that's what I felt like. <laughs> um, that's how the movie makes you feel. Um, but uh, you should see it. And what's interesting is like all his other films are like sort of horror films. I mean, they're pretty much horrors. This one's not as much so. It's almost not a horror. It's disturbing at points, but it's like a more of a comedy adventure. Mm. Um, it's very funny. Um, it's got like uh, it's like a Kafka esque kind of thing, which I didn't even know until like what that meant until i started researching it because i haven't read any kafka but it's yeah, just like i haven't either I, it's just like super like it not nothing really coherently makes sense but it all is just weird and crazy and 
and cool. And I, I liked it. And there's a lot of, like, Bill Hader's in it. There's a lot of, like, comed- uh, comedians in it. And then Joaquin Phoenix is the lead. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this trailer very well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's wild. And it's a three-hour film, so. Ugh, they're all three hours. They are all three hours these days, aren't they? <laughs> they're all three hours. Uh, speaking of long, though, uh, Phantom of the Opera is ending its 35-year run on Broadway this oh. month. Is that crazy? Oh, wow. Should 35 I, years. Should I get a ticket to New York and see it? I don't think so. No? Not worth it? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would say it's worth it. I, it's not my kind of show. But I thought that that was just really interesting. Why are they like, ending it? Uh, nobody's going to see it anymore? Well, I don't know. People, There's been an uptick in sales since they announced it. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure what's doing probably pretty well. But like 35 years. What show runs for 35 years? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, but uh, that's all I had to say about it. <laughs> I've seen like parts of the movie. Yeah, I've seen the movie. The movie was pretty dreadful. Actually. Oh no, you didn't like it. Oh, it's pretty. I think Christine is a big fan of the movie. I think so because I've like like the parts I've seen her because I've been like walking through the room oh, on yeah. multiple different occasions and different yeah. days that she's just had it on. Yeah, it's um yeah, mm-mm. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Um I think that there are some decent some a few decent scenes in it. Yeah. You know. He's like in the sewers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, he like, he, like lives hides down there under, under the theater. Under the theater in the tunnels that's so and weird. stuff. Why would he do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's living there for a long time. He's like into it. He doesn't like his face, you know. He's yeah. shy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as as we all do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever um did i ever show you the stand-up uh comedian uh that he does, like tells a story about the machine like how he's the machine and like he went to russia when he was like a kid on a school field trip and like got in with the russian mob have you heard this have you heard of this stand-up story no, no? Do, do i need to well you should look it up oh yeah um because they're doing a movie just based on this story that the stand-up comedian tells and I like I was a big fan of this like story for because it's very funny. You should look it up. I don't know the name of the comedian that tells it. Um, I should figure that out. But um, they're doing a movie uh, called The Machine, and it is just based on this like short story that this com- uh, comedian tells, and it looks freaking hilarious. You should check it out, and so should everyone. Look up The Machine if you're listening to the podcast. Look The Machine up. Check out the stand up, and then look at the trailer because it's exciting. What was that sound? I heard it too. It sounded like a car crash outside. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really did. It, so- I was like, is that your phone? What, what the no, heck was that? it sounded like a car crash. I just hope it's not my car. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> I've had enough of that. <laughs> Speaking of things that you're not sure what you're hearing, Amazon is uh, in instituting this thing called dialogue boost so like you know like when you're watching a show and you don't know what you can't hear the dialogue okay all the time so like for the first half of the first season of yellowstone this is a whole thing like i i could not understand what the heck they were saying and i'm like sitting here thinking like am i going deaf like what is this no it's not yeah like i had to put on the closed captions you know and i and i i always have those on by the way, the closed captions. A lot of people do. Because I li- it and if I turn thing. them off, it's literally like sounds like gibberish to me. Well, 
It's yeah, like there's a lot. So they've got this thing called dialogue boost where they're boosting like the it's an AI thing that like boosts the dialogue that like you're missing. Really? Like, yeah. Wait, specifically like dialogue that that turn that's hard to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? So it's not just like turning up the dialogue track in general. It's not like, in general. Not like a hundred percent. I think it go. It like ebbs and flows. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But what is it? It just turns it up, or does it actually do something else to it? I don't know. I mean, I think it pulls it out somehow above the um, the music and effects. How interesting. Yeah, I think it's actually kind of a good thing, even though I'm sure that sound mixers are like no you know like that's a terrible thing to well it. yeah because it's just an ai coming in and, and doing it and remixing their, and remixing their track, their track. <laughs> that's yeah. not a good not a good thing for the art but like but i have to say well we can't hear it i know <laughs> and i have to say like in yellowstone i was like i was like i don't understand and then um and then about midway through the first season it all changed and all of a sudden i could hear everything it's really? like they knew it's like they knew that like no one could freaking understand what these people were saying and they changed it like flipped it on its head and then like made it better. It's because I, I seriously had to put on the closed captions. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Do you like that show Yellowstone? It's very good. Oh okay. Yeah, it's very good. But I I am only I've I've only seen two seasons of it. Mm. You know, and then I kind of drama doesn't hold me for very long like it's got to be real clever and real like uh, i get i get bored with drama like not that like not that like i don't like it like if i turn it on i'll like get back into it mm-hmm. but like it doesn't draw me back all the time over and over and over again mm-hmm. it's gotta be yeah real I, agree, I agree with you it's gotta be it's gotta have like yeah just pure, pure drama doesn't doesn't grab me i think we talked about on the last episode we we talked about i think we t- uh spoke about beef yeah dude i started watching it since then i hear it's great it's really good what's funny to me is i feel like my two favorite shows right now are ted lasso and beef and they are like the most polar opposite shows i love ted lasso i do too um i need to sign up again for apple but plus because like i need to see the third season yeah i know and the third season is really cool oh um, no i heard the the opposite i heard it's not as good but um, well it depends on what you're in for ted lasso for because like like the first two seasons were like all about like optimism and stuff and like ted lasso is relentlessly optimistic but like the third season gets dark yeah that's the thing um but i just think it's funny that my two those are my two favorite shows because ted lasso is so optimistic and happy and beef is literally just about like people raging out because they just hate life and each other and now (laughs) now beef has some uh controversy swirling around it now so like what do you mean i don't know dude this. like yes there's more there's a, there's a controversy around everything everybody's trying to cancel everybody else it's just the way of hollywood right now it's really crazy wow yeah so i don't know exactly what the details are but yeah that thing has some some issue now swirling around it too as like everyone is starting to watch this show did you hear about the show um, that the creator of Euphoria was making, and then it had all that controversy? The creator. Mm, so the, what was it called? Uh, I, I think it was called The Idol. Mm, I don't remember. It's with um, it's with the weekend. Um, the weekend's like in it. Um, which I feel weird calling him the weekend. I don't know what yeah, his name is. Yeah, I think but that's. They, they're call, but I guess you're supposed to call him the weekend. Correct. That freaks me out. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway. Uh. There's just a controversy with that. Um, controversies everywhere yeah um but uh you know what's not controversial 
What's that? This question I've got for you. Oh, really? Yeah. What's that question? Here it is. Who pays for porn? Uh, controversially, I don't. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Well, controversially, I don't either. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> well, that settles that. I guess so. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. Oh, all right.